I, that's so cool to me. Like, yeah. yeah, they're like mean people, but the majority of people that I've come across have been super encouraging and oh, supportive. Yeah, you know, I've not come across. So it's just cool to hear like that fellow student camaraderie, even with all the men. You know, yeah, men aren't out to get you most of the time. <laughs> no, I've never had a like any experience. I don't think in schooling, at least, where I had like there's been any like sexist things towards me. Yeah. Maybe I'm oh, lucky. We're on. Okay. Oh. Woo! <laughs> okay. Should we introduce ourselves? Mm-hmm. Hi, my name's Amanda Smart, <laughs> and this is... Hi, I'm Lourdes Gomez. We're both students at Cabrillo. Amanda is a bio... Biophysics major. major. <laughs> I'm a marine <laughs> biology. Cool. So I guess we're going to have a conversation um, <laughs> about females in science and especially mathematics. Because we are females in science. Yep, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Florida, why don't you tell me about what you like about science, what you're going to do with it? Um, I love, I, I, I kind of want to say everything. <laughs> There's not a lot I don't like in science um, and in math. Um, I pretty much love science since as long as I can remember. Um, I used to drag my mom to the library to check out books about sharks. And just read hours and hours of shark books. (laughs) And um, we were living in Sacramento when I was in second grade. And I remember showing up to school in a snorkel mask and flippers on career day. Because I was going to be a research diver. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. (laughs) And here we are, like, you know, in the middle of California. (laughs) Couldn't be more inland. Um, But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I've always just absolutely loved the ocean. And um I'm the type of person that when I find something inter- interesting, I want to know more about it. And I say, why, 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 why does this work? Why does this work? Why does this work? And so um, science, like every time you find out something new and amazing, you have a million more questions. And you will, there will always be things to learn and always things to research. And we'll just never, ever get bored. Yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> totally agree with that. Whenever I'm starting to research something, I just find myself with 15 Wikipedia pages open <laughs> and still no answer. <laughs> So, yeah, when did you start liking science and tell us more about your major and why Um, specifically you're into that? Well, honestly, I didn't know that I liked science for a while. I always did well in the subject in school. Um, I always enjoyed math because that was my strongest subject. Um, It wasn't until I got to high school that some of my teachers um, actually told me that they were really surprised at the level of math that I was at. Um, Even though I was in, like, the regular math classes, they were... um, yeah, they told me that I should keep on doing it, um, which was really exciting because um, I came from a family that, well, no one's really educated my family. My mom was barely a high school graduate, um, so I didn't get a lot of help from them or anything. So having a teacher tell me that I was actually really good at a subject was super um, awesome, I guess. <laughs> um, and they were all actually male math teachers, um, which nice. is Kind of interesting now that we're doing a female mathematician type um, project right now. But yeah, and then coming to Cabrillo College is actually where I um, found my liking in science. I started taking um, chemistry classes, physics classes, math classes, um, really enjoyed all of them, got to know my teachers really well. Um, Now I work in the math learning center as a tutor. I work in the physics learning center as a tutor. I work in the chemistry stock room for helping um, prep chemistry labs and stuff. And I really just enjoy all of the sciences, so um, that's why I picked an intra or science career like biophysics, where you will have to use biology, math, physics, and chemistry on a daily <laughs> basis. Um, 
So yeah, I clearly love science. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask, um, biophysics is not a traditional subject or degree at all. It's certainly not within a specific mold. Yeah. When did you decide you wanted to do biophysics and why? Okay. So um, <laughs> in high school, I decided that I wanted to go into the medical field. Um, in one of my classes, we learned about all the systems of um, the human body and stuff. And we learned about um, the eye and how it worked, which was super interesting to me. Uh, we watched a video actually on cataract lens replacements. And a lot of people left the class because it was <laughs> disgusting, um, where I went home and watched 15 more videos on it. <laughs> So um, after that, I kind of decided I wanted to go into biology due to going to medical school and stuff like that. But um, at Cabrillo, I really enjoyed physics. Um, one of my teachers um, was just really awesome, and he explained stuff in a super interesting way to me where he made you think rather than just give you the answers and go through the problems and stuff. Um, so since I liked physics so much and chemistry and math, I kind of decided that I didn't want to do straight biology, and I wanted to actually do some research. So um, biophysics is a field where you do mainly research, and then you can go into practicing medicine after. So I think that's um, kind of like where I'm going to go. So yeah, biophysics is very new. A lot of the universities don't even have a major in the field yet, um, but a lot of the major um, research institutes all over across America, the ones that have been going for a lot longer, have a lot more. Um, to offer me in that subject. Cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, let's see, Lourdes. <laughs> um, well, obviously, you've liked um, biology for a long time. And, oh, yeah. yeah, I take a class with you, and all you want to do is do marine <laughs> biology. Is there any other um, <clears throat> parts of sciences that interest you, like math or anything? Oh, yeah. Um, I've always loved math. I did take a little detour um, a couple years ago in high school. I had, was so fortunate to go through a really great music program, uh, so much so that I decided I wanted to be a music major. So that was my plan mostly through high school and into my first year of college. I attended Arizona State as a music major and totally loved it. The funny thing is, is that I majored in music theory. So anyone who knows much <laughs> about music theory and composition um, knows that there is a, certainly a mathematical side to it. That's what I used to tell people. It's like the math of music. And everyone would roll their eyes at me saying, why would you do that? Why would you choose that? <laughs> but I just love that something so beautiful in its core had so much structure. And there was so much intentionality behind um, all this really, really gorgeous music. When I studied these 18th century composers, um, like I said, there were, it, everything was intentional. There were patterns and orders and systems. And so I love that at the base of everything, whether it's music or whether it's this gorgeous um, flower or whether it's some kind of algae that we're looking at under a microscope, right. um, there's this really just gorgeous order um, behind everything. And it's like everything is this new pattern and look into that and there's something deeper and then add that to a million things and you can make something more beautiful. So I love that you can go infinitely into great things looking at um, the vastness of the ocean and the fact that we know more about the surface of the moon than the bottom of the ocean. And at the same time, we could go really, really small and look deeper and deeper into um, these, you know, molecular biology and look at the atoms and the chemical structure of things. And there's something beautiful and amazing and almost infinite there. So um, whichever way you go, there's this order. And I think that math often is kind of the basis for that. And so calculus has been one of my favorite subjects um, in all of my education. Every time that I've stepped away from it, 
like when I was a music major, I missed it. I'm that's kind of what brought me back here. I missed math and I missed science and I missed the ocean. And so I said, okay, I'm going to go back to what I had wanted to do since I was a really young child. <laughs> so, um, yeah, math for sure is is a favorite one. Going back to the question, and I love any kind of biology, any kind of anatomy and physiology. Back to like the structure of things and yeah. and how that structure makes something work. That's my favorite thing. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you end up getting a degree in music? No, I only uh, was there for one year, and it was a great year, and I just missed the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> no, much. I could it not was even imagine being a Central <laughs> California girl and moving to the desert. I couldn't do it. Um, and yeah, as I kind of pretty much knew within two semesters that uh, as much as I loved music and will always participate in participate in it in some way or respect, um, definitely math and science, marine biology is um, where I need to be putting my focus right now, and I feel more driven than ever to achieve a marine biology degree and really dive into marine science research because I know now that I've gotten to feel a couple things out, I know that this is without a doubt what I want to be doing. And wow, that's awesome. What I love. Well, you're in the right place, Monterey Bay. <laughs> yeah. Hey. No, this, place, this is amazing. Don't get me started on our marine sanctuary. I could talk for hours about that. <laughs> Um, so what specifically, you mentioned you want to do research and you mentioned optics a little bit in yeah. the medical field. What specifically do you want to be doing if I said, here's a research grant yeah. and here's all this opportunity, here's oh my the gosh. lab, go. I wish. What do you um, want to research? I don't know. Honestly, I, um, I've thought about it for a long time. Um, and one of the biggest things that I feel so lucky to have is sight mm-hmm. and, um, a lot of people are either born with sight or lose sight due to trauma. Um, and so right now, we're actually putting a lot of money into making either a synthetic retina or a wow. retina out of stem cells. So I would really love to get into that research. Um, there's, it's very complicated just due to the fact that our eyes aren't just there. It's not that, <laughs> just that organ that they're not just connected. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're connected to our brains. And um, that connection is very tiny. but you can't just replace an eyeball and just like sew the connection back up and have it all going, right? It's not yeah. like a liver transplant or something like that, unfortunately. So um, I would love to do research in that field because, yeah, like seeing is the most beautiful thing in the world and not having that, I couldn't even imagine. So um, I really want to do research and hopefully um, break ground on some way to like review people's sight. And, you know, making people's sight better is obviously like a big thing that people's been doing for a long time. But um mm-hmm. Not until recently have we actually been able to think about giving people sight back through. Um, it's very common people in battle um, due to having explosions going off around them that a small explosion will actually ruin their optic nerve and or their retina and cones, um, making it impossible for them to see again, which wow. is really sad. So, um, yeah, I would definitely like to do research in that field for sure. That's amazing. Yeah, which is why I don't want to just practice. So hopefully I can do research for a little bit and then um, actually take that research to the um, surgery room and perform the surgeries myself. So hopefully I'm lucky enough to do that. See that through the whole process. Yeah, see that through the whole process. That'd be really (laughs) awesome. Um, But I, yeah, obviously who knows how long that could take, you know, but yeah. And what do you like specifically about math? Well, um, yeah, like I said, I always liked math, (laughs) but um, it's a very similar type thing. Um, I enjoy that math has a right answer, which is what everyone says, but not only does it have the right answer, but there's always different ways to get to the right answer. Mm, So like with calculus, I really enjoyed calculus too, because 
yeah, you get this problem and you're looking at it and you're like, how will I ever get to do this? And you just try it over and over again and you get the right answer and you compare it to someone else in your class and they may have done it a completely different way. But you can always get to the same answer, which is like a really, really reassuring fact about math that totally. with English and stuff, it's always so conceptual <laughs> for me and stuff. And it's really hard, um, which is also why I like physics, because physics is like that part of math where you know you're trying to get somewhere and you know kind of the answer but you don't know how to get there and so you use math as a tool creativity comes in exactly Mm -hmm. yeah you use math as a tool to get you to that area so um yeah I really enjoy math and I'm glad that if I do go in the biophysics uh career that I will still be able to use math in every single day for sure which is super awesome yeah very cool so you would definitely say all of your studies and math classes um, have prepared you to where you are and where you're going in your biophysics career. I think so. Yeah. And I, yeah, I really do like math, which is also why I'm a math tutor. Um, I love tutoring. It's awesome. It has made me even thought about instead of going into science (laughs) and doing research to just be a teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I love working at the Math Learning Center because I tutor classes from beginning algebra to all the way up to differential equations, which is really mm-hmm. awesome to go back and forth between the two people where someone's just sitting there with an algebra problem, banging their head against the table, saying that they hate it and stuff. But then you help them through the problem and you just see this little light in their eyes and they're just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, thank you. I would have never have gone <laughs> it's into that it. satisfaction yeah, that it's, you only get in math when you're like, ding, yeah, I get it's it. <laughs> super rewarding, super rewarding. And people honestly should really love math because it's all around them. And you always get that question. They're like, when am I ever going to use this in real life? Well, Every, every single day, <laughs> you, you just, just don't realize yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You just don't realize it. It's really funny, but um, absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome how much math just applies to every single field. I'm sure it's going to apply to you in marine oh, biology. You know, with absolutely microscopes, and I don't even know what you really want to do. <laughs> well, but yeah, what do you want to do exactly Ooh, in marine biology? <laughs> um, so, well, oceanography. I was going to say is going to be a huge one where just a lot of calculus, a little bit of physics. Um, Everything from the sediment at the bottom of the ocean and ocean mapping with multi-beam sonar, that's a huge new thing, up to measuring um, wave patterns and wavelengths and all types of things like that. Uh, Definitely love oceanography. Um, That's something I'm super interested in. Speaking of being in the Monterey Bay, where we have the deepest water closest to shore within our Monterey Canyon. Um, I... Not this is no offense to anybody in Arizona. You guys have a great state, but our Monterey Canyon is deeper than the Grand Canyon. So <laughs> you, we could joke that that's another reason I came back. Yeah. I came for the deeper canyon and the one that was underwater. Um, but yeah, so I definitely I'm gonna jump on the research thing along with you. Um, just kind of that exploring and finding new things that we'll never run out of new things to explore. Like I mentioned, oceanography, and then um, I am a marine biology major. I love living things in the ocean. Um, Microbiology and molecular biology is very interesting to me. Um, But also anything up to, you know, you can get pretty big in the ocean with whale sharks and whales and all kinds of things. (laughs) So I do love sharks. Um, I keep waiting to um, meet one when I'm swimming out there. And (laughs) I have this perception that it's going to be this glorious moment and maybe a little terrifying. But, um, no, I think sharks are, are great, and I would love to do some research with them. Um, also, speaking of growing fields that um, have not necessarily always been a very classical traditional study, but something that is growing and something to be considered, um, when I look at medicine and how many natural derivatives we get from 
so many, you know, medical drugs and things from anything with on our within our terrestrial earth, mm-hmm. how much more would we have available to us if we were also utilizing um, things within our marine ecosystems? Yeah. Um, so I believe that there's so many um, kind of clues and keys to some medical questions within the ocean. Yeah, I um. would totally have to say I believe with that. I hear a lot of stuff about allerg- allergy and totally. there's so much beneficial things to just have it in your diet. So I can't even imagine what it Absolutely. could do to our medicine. Absolutely. There are some uh, natural antibiotics within certain marine sponges um, that's actually being researched at UC Santa Cruz right now um, because you all hear about people don't use antibiotics if you don't have to because these uh, viruses and biotics and different things are growing in immunity, um, if we could use a natural antibiotic that um, kind of didn't allow anything to grow in immunity, that we'd have a big problem solved. So that's some research. Um, sponges, because of their simplicity, are great tools for research, just kind of seeing how things work within a biological system. Um, also, there is a marine sponge that's one of the key components in chemotherapy. Oh, wow. Um, a, or I should say a common chemical, one of the main chemicals in marine sponge. Um, that is within chemotherapy. Um, there's research being done on sea lion cancer, and that's being related to human cancer. So I could go on forever. <laughs> but um, I think there's some really great medical applications um, within marine science. And then also there's fun just finding things out to find things out. Sometimes science is just science. That's just fun. And um, even if we don't see an absolute 100% um, application in the second we find something out, um, there's always, always a connection. There's always a reason that something is good to know. And um, you never know when we'll draw from that later. So, yeah, no, that's true. So about this whole podcast with female <laughs> and science and mathematics yes. feeling oppressed, have you uh, yourself ever really felt oppressed um, studying science or anything? No. I mean, I've had some funky things that have been said to me that I kind of, I'm like, what? <laughs> Did you really just say that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, for every demeaning thing that's been said to me, maybe it's like two people in my whole life, I've had a million different people say, go for it. You can do it. You know, I've been so fortunate to come from a really supportive family and then um, being in such a wonderful country <laughs> and state and um, schools that have always been so supportive and encouraged me to embrace whatever I wanted to do to pursue education, to pursue learning and embrace excellence, you know, just being excellent at whatever you want to do and whatever you're interested in, whatever you love, be the absolute best you can be. And so I've really been so fortunate. I've all, That's always been something that's that I've been supported in. Yeah. And so I'm really fortunate for that and thankful to everybody who's always kind of lifted me up in that way. But <laughs> what about you? No, yeah, I totally agree with you. I'm super fortunate. Um, yeah, again, to live in this state, this time of mm-hmm. like great science happening and everything like that. Um, my family has always been super supportive. They've never <laughs> once doubted me at all. My mom has always told me to go for everything. Same with my grandma. Mm-hmm. She was always very supportive <laughs> of me. Um, but, yeah, honestly, coming to, like, school and stuff, I've never had a teacher or anyone, really, that has given me a second look. Um, when I was in high school, sometimes people would look at me because I was also a cheerleader and stuff, and they'd be like, 
why are you in my calculus class? Like, how are you getting the highest grades on your exam? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and they'd say some weird comments that I'd be like, nope, I'm just smart. That's why I'm doing well in the class. Um, but um, yeah, and all the, my male teachers have always been super supportive. I mean, the teacher that's putting this on, Damian Adams, was, yeah, I can't even believe what he's trying to do right now. It's awesome. And I um, think he's doing a great job of trying to really show, like, that women have a voice in science. And, um, I mean, nowadays, you don't hear, I mean, you it's not a big thing for a woman producing a paper. But totally. in the early, even the early 1900s, women were barely even allowed to graduate school, attend <laughs> universities. They were supposed to stay in the kitchen and stuff. And <laughs> now if I'm in the kitchen, I'm probably, like, doing some crazy chemistry assignment <laughs> or something, you know? So, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely have not felt oppressed um, in my education at all. If anything, I've felt super uplifted. Yeah, like you've said, if I've gotten any negative comments, I've gotten a million more positive comments telling you can do this and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm super fortunate to be living in this time period right now. And in a beautiful place like Santa Cruz, um, totally. yeah, where you can study and then go to the beach and study some more at the beach and stuff like that. It's just, it's an amazing time period. But, um, yeah, I think the students here at Cabrillo really realize um, how fortunate they really are, too, because we have amazing science departments. So I'm so stoked to be able to be here. Totally. So um, poor Amanda's heard this about, like, three times or maybe four plus. Um, no, tell it more. Because... Tell it more. It's amazing. <laughs> I love this so much. Um, I did a little biography on a recent podcast about, about Charlotte Scott. Um, she was the first female to receive her doctorate in mathematics, and she um, was really a pioneer for math in the late 1800s and early 1900s. So this is at a time when women did not have as many opportunities, but despite that, I just wanted to share how encouraging this was. When she took her mathematical tripos exam at University of Cambridge, she scored eighth out of her whole class, and um, she was not allowed to attend the graduation ceremony or receive her degree or graduate because she was a woman. And as discouraging as that is, I think all the more meaningful is the way that her classmates, all male, supported her um, during the graduation ceremony um, they really honored her. I'm just going to read this quote <laughs> because it. it's so good. This is a, an account in 1880 of what happened. The man read out the names, and when he came to eighth, before he could say the name, all the undergraduates called out, Scott of Girton, and cheered tremendously, shouting her name over and over again with tremendous cheers and raising of hats. So I just love that, like all the support of her fellow male students. I think that that's kind of really reflective of the majority oftentimes. Um, yeah. don't get down about one person who says something because usually there's a whole mountain of people behind you that are totally rooting for you. So um, that's what I've experienced and sounds like but that's what Amanda did. And I'm, um, it's just really encouraging to hear all of that support that's, you know, men are, are doing really wonderful things for us ladies. And um, it's as research is growing and we're, you know, research teams are such a big deal. We're really working hand in hand. And I love that. Yeah, no, it's super <laughs> awesome. I totally agree with everything. I think that's a great quote to even end our little conversation here. Um, yeah. yeah, men are not trying to degrade women anymore. And I don't think they ever were really, but, you know, it's it's hard to get your your mind out there and everything, but I think we're doing a great job of Totally, we're on forward. the same team. Same <laughs> I team. love it. Woo! Pro science. <laughs> Yay. Well, nice chatting with you, Amanda. Yeah, chatting with you, Lourdes. Thanks for listening to Women. women. The, the limit, limit does, does not, not exist. exist. <laughs>